It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Claro. To know you're the best you can be. In my house, we've got a fully automatic kitchen. Me. And the worst job I've got to do is scrape and scrub that dirty oven. Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle. Promises, promises. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. That's a good idea. So next morning, you just wipe clean. You know, I've got a feeling that Mr. Muscle's going to be a good man to wake up to. Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same? Well, ban roll-on antiperspirant may just change your mind. Take effectiveness, for instance. Tests have shown that ban roll-on antiperspirant will actually help stop wetness better than most leading sprays. Make your own test soon. Pick up a bottle of ban roll-on, and you may discover what we've shown in tests. Ban roll-on antiperspirant, proof that not all antiperspirants are created equal. you talk to Cindy eating out. Oh, good. How's your dinner? Oh, delicious. I love sweetbreads, which I never fix myself, and they're so good here. Well, these veal birds are just wonderful. Are they? I wish I knew how they fixed them. They're even better than mine. <laughs> well, that's certainly saying something, Aunt Maggie, and I'm glad you said it instead of me. Oh. <laughs> well, they're just wonderful. An unusual flavor. Well, they probably have some wine in them, oh. Aunt Maggie. Well, I think I had the best dinner of all. Oh, what did you have again, Debbie? Pork. Pork tenderloin with oh, wild yeah. rice. Mm. Ooh, heavenly. Well, it's a nice place to come, I think, this old red meal. And when we get through eating, let's go into the gift shop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. now, are you going to yeah. spend an hour in the gift shop after dinner? Oh, we'll just browse, honey. I'd like to pick up some note paper. I noticed mm -hmm. when we walked through the gift shop on our way in here mm -hmm. that they have several different kinds of note paper. Some yeah. were the loveliest flowers, some were birds, and I think there were some snow scenes or something. Well, I want to pick up some of their homemade fudge, which is really mm -hmm. just out of this world. How do you expect to diet and then buy fudge? Well, it's a problem. While I'm nibbling on the fudge, I'll work on it, oh, dear. <laughs> Mother, you don't need to diet anyway. I don't I think Mother should be as skinny as rails. How are mothers supposed to look? Well, huh? motherly. <laughs> I'll think that one over. How's your dinner, dear? Bob? Huh? How's your dinner, you didn't say? What's the matter? Oh, well, my leg of lamb is great. And the whole dinner would be a lot better if those people at the next table would stop blowing smoke our way. Oh, well, they're not deliberately blowing smoke our way. It's just coming our way. Why do they have to smoke? Can't yeah. that guy wait until he gets outside? He's finished dinner. Yeah, he'll keep your voice down. You want him to hear you? Uh, no, I agree with Bob. I don't think people should be allowed to smoke in restaurants or any public places. Dear, don't waggle your hand like that. I'm so getting I... the smoke out of my face. Well, the man has a right to smoke if he wants to. I'm not saying he has no right. I'm saying he has no consideration for other people. Well, when you smoked, I don't recall you had any consideration for other people. You never even thought about it. I'm going to have Southern pie with whipped cream oh, for dessert. <laughs> I'm going to, too. I think uh, well, everything looks good. Deep dish it? apple pie. Mm. No, uh, deep dish blueberry pie. No matter where we were, I do not ever recall that I heard you say even once to anyone, do you mind if I smoke? Okay, so now I don't smoke. Well, having been a smoker, I should think you'd be more tolerant of people who still do smoke. Tolerant? I think they're idiots. Endangering their health and Bob, their... Not, keep your voice down there. You can Here. read it on any pack of cigarettes. Here. The Surgeon General has determined that cigarette smoking is dangerous <laughs> to your health. <laughs> I know. Right, let's order dessert. Smoking can produce cancer of the lungs, mouth, throat. Look, if you're not going to let that man enjoy his dinner, can we enjoy ours? Now, please, just get off your soapbox. You can also get emphysema. 
What is the matter with you? The man at the next table is just glaring at you. He is furious. I hope he is. Dear. I hope he realizes how annoying his smoking is to other people in this dining well, room. Dear. Well, now, Bob, <laughs> just because you stopped smoking. Mm. I stopped smoking, Aunt Maggie, because I realized how offensive I was to people who do not smoke. Uh -huh. You stopped smoking when one of your Rotary Club pals dropped dead of a heart attack. Well, I don't know why anybody does smoke. It's a terrible habit. It tastes terrible, too. And I agree with Daddy. I don't no, like smoke so floating past my nose while I'm enjoying my food. Well, the man is lighting oh. up another, just chain smoking. Hey, 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 excuse me. Would you mind not smoking? Huh? I, I said, would you mind not smoking? You, uh, asking me not, not to smoke? Yeah, that's right. My wife, my aunt, mm. my daughter, and I would appreciate well, it frankly, if... I don't see any sign around here that prohibits smoking. Well, so... I don't see any sign either. I just thought that common courtesy well, so would... it happens that I look forward to having a cigarette with my coffee after I finish my dinner. Bob, so dear, you... please, will you let it go? Yes, dear. for goodness sakes, let's not make a scene. Daddy, sit down. Dear, dear. Well, I, I understand how you can enjoy a cigarette with your coffee after dinner. I used to be a smoker, too. <laughs> oh, you're one of those wise guys who's given up smoking, so not you're going to preach to everyone else, right? Marvin, now sit down. Bob, will you come back here and sit down, too, please? Will you come here? I here. will smoke if I want to, Buster. This is a free country. So... Of course, of course it's a free country. I'm only trying to make you aware of people around you who do not smoke and who would yeah, like to eat dinner without being there. surrounded by billows of smoke. Now, listen. Yeah. I like smoking. I enjoy smoking. I like a cigarette after dinner with my coffee. And if I die from smoking, it's no business of yours or the Surgeon General. It is my business when you blow smoke in my wife's face. Bob, dear, will you come back to our table? Marvin, sit down. No! I am not going to put up with some little clown telling me what to do. Well, he's right, anyhow. You should give up smoking. Oh. Dear, now Bob started a quarrel between the man and his wife. I think Bob started more than that. Here comes the manager. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, now, now what seems to be the trouble here? Well, I simply asked this man politely not to smoke, which was annoying to my wife, my aunt, my daughter, and to me. Well, smoking's not prohibited, sir. Well, it ought to be. Well, I agree. My sister and I are at that table, and we were just saying how offensive it is when smokers are sitting near you and just puffing their smoke right at you. Oh, I wasn't puffing my smoke at anyone. I have a perfect right oh, to Say, maybe you know, what's the difference between Miss Clairol shampoo formula and Miss Clairol cream formula? I mean, they're both labeled natural wear. They both give you great looking hair color. So what's the difference? Well, the shampoo formula is quick and easy and a great way to cover that first gray. What's more, it conditions as it colors. What about the cream formula? The cream formula is extra rich color, and it conditions too. It's the hair color hairdressers use to cover lots of gray, to make a more dramatic color change and still have that soft, natural look. Oh, what do you think I need? Try Miss Clairol Shampoo Formula. You don't have much gray, and you'll get a fresh, young color. What do you use? I use Miss Clairol Cream Formula. I've been using it for about five years. Why? You don't have any gray. <laughs> Does she or doesn't she? Oh. See, you didn't even know. Well, you sold me. And I suppose that natural wear means the color wears naturally. Right. Miss Clairol Shampoo Formula or Cream Formula to know you're the best you can be. Well, I've never...
never, never been so embarrassed in my life. Never. Debbie, hang up your coat, dear. Please don't just dump it on a chair. Well, <laughs> I thought it was exciting. Everybody in the restaurant had something to say. All the non-smokers yelling, he's so right, he's so right. Yes, <laughs> and all the smokers yelling, he's so right, he's so right. <laughs> I thought Daddy was right. Well, it's not a question of who was right. Daddy caused a scene. And I'm glad I did. You notice the manager said that now there would be a part of the restaurant just for smokers? Yes, fine. Pretty amusing to me. You certainly never worried one whit about people who didn't smoke when you did. Okay, okay. So, now I do. Well, well I think all restaurants are going to have to do that before long. More and more people are giving up smoking. Well... Anyhow, thanks for taking us out tonight, oh, dear. Yes, my goodness. The food was just wonderful. <laughs> and that pecan pie with whipped cream. Oh, I mm. love it, but it's so rich. Mm. I never can eat a whole piece. Mm. Hey, here's an item in the paper tonight that I need for social studies tomorrow. Can I rip it out? Daddy hasn't seen the paper yet, dear. Well, there's nothing on the back, just an Well, all right. Rip it out carefully, then. Oh, let me have the crossword, Debbie, if you run across oh, it. Oh, here it is. It's right here, Aunt Meg. Mm. Look how pretty the view is across the valley with the twinkling lights. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry if I embarrassed you so by making a scene at the restaurant. Oh, it's all right. It's just that since you stopped smoking, you've become so intolerant of anyone who smokes. Really, dear, you're just sort of fanatical. Like all converts to a different point of view, you just go off the deep end. Well, I, I think it, if you realize how dumb you were, it's sort of a duty to point it out to others who are still making the same mistake. Now, people don't like things pointed out to them, dear. I really don't. You know, you used to get so mad at me when I asked you to cut down, at l just cut down at least on your smoking. I think it made you smoke even more. Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw the light. <laughs> I oh. did. I really did. And I, I feel like a million all the time now. I used to feel tired and dragged out. I'd get sore throats. I coughed a lot. How long uh, since you stopped smoking? Oh, Bob stopped in uh, July. I think it was at the beginning mm. of August, somewhere around in there. It was, uh, oh, five months ago, maybe a little more. One hundred and ninety-seven days. <laughs> good heavens, you're counting the number of days? Of course, the really good part, when Bob decided to quit, he just threw his pack of cigarettes in the wastebasket, and that was it. Never thought about it since. Never bothered him, has it, dear? Yes, yes, I've thought about it, and it has bothered me every single <laughs> one of those one hundred and ninety-seven days. Bob! It has. It's very commendable if you've wanted a cigarette all the time and haven't taken one. You haven't, have you? No, no, oh, no, no. Good. But that guy was right. To sit back and relax after enjoying a good dinner and have a cigarette with your coffee. Dear, now don't think about it, Bob. Dear? I want a cigarette. Honey, Bob, please. No, I do. I, I was downright obnoxious in that restaurant tonight. That guy oh. was right. I was so all fired high and mighty preaching at him. When all the time, I really wanted to light up myself. Now, oh. Daddy, you're not going to spoil your record now and oh. start again. Thank heavens, we have no cigarettes in the house and the village store is closed. Oh, Bob, no. Now, don't even think about smoking again. Ah, I feel like a hypocrite. Don't think about it. Don't think. Let's get his mind on something else, Why everyone. Why don't we call Maynard and invite him up and we'll play bridge? Yes, 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 dear. Or we could play Monopoly. Hmm. And if I win Park Place, I'll give it to you. I'll even sell you all my utilities cheap. Oh, <laughs> thanks, like dear. those. <laughs> but I, I think bridge with Maynard is a better idea. Uh, All right. Up, yes, Maggie. let's do that. Daddy, Come on. Please stick it out, okay? For me, huh? Okay, Debbie. Now you go upstairs and do your studying and don't worry. Uh, get off the card table, dear. Let, let's get his mind on something else, uh -huh, Aunt Maggie, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I hope so. <laughs>
The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Clairol, to know you're the best you can be. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.